Excellent. Welcome into Unscripted. Erin uh, McLaughlin is here. Timothy yes. Lindsay is here. And Megan, no one. I'm joking. It's noon. Megan, noon. Yes. Am I saying it? Am I saying it right or wrong? That's it. It's correct, but I get no one all the time. Call Do me whatever you, really? you want. Do people? Yes. Typically, nah, yeah, Megan, guys, whenever no someone. One. Whenever someone does it, they think it's like they've invented it themselves. They're like, hold on. Guess what? No one. I'm like, yeah, I've heard that four times this week. What? Yeah, I, I, I had to lead him. I had to lead him with the, the, the horrible humor to kick off the show. I appreciate it, Tim. So, uh, Megan Noon, uh, you are going to help some of our financially illiterate people get wicked smarter in the next uh, half an hour or so. So uh, I'll let, uh, I'll let you introduce yourself and explain to us uh, where you are and what you are currently doing within the world of finance. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. So, hello. Good evening. Uh, my name is Megan Noon, not no one, not Noony either. I get all oh, sorts I, of different things. I feel things. like that one's fun. Maybe. I, so, okay. I'll I make a note. I'll use that later. I mean, I'm, I'm open to suggestions, you yeah. know. So, uh, my name, let's just go with this. My name is Megan. I'm like Cher. Right, uh, cool. And uh, I work here at an amazing company called New Hampshire Federal Credit Union. I'm in the Center for Finance and Education. And we have offices in Concord, New Hampshire, as well as in Lee, New Hampshire. Um, I'm currently uh, working out of the Lee office uh, solely due to COVID, but typically I go back and forth in a non-plagued environment. Mm -hmm. And what we do, I know, right? Uh, and I had the plague a few weeks back, so I can I can attest to it for sure. But I'm glad you're on uh, what camera. We do, yeah. I know. And I, I live to tell the tale. Thank goodness. I Poor Erin. I sent her an email from Facebook. I don't know if it even made sense. I was like, wicked sick. Talk to you soon. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it was terrible. Yeah. I was just like, just get better. Just mm -hmm. get better. That was, yeah, that was the plan. It was, and it worked, which is good. Um, took me a few weeks um, before I was feeling great. And uh, my sense of Taste and smell came back beginning of last week, so that was good. Um, because it's been so I, long, I forgot that was happening to people. Oh I yeah, know. yeah. I forgot that was so, a thing. Yeah. So oh. let me share with you guys quickly, because I know we're pressed for time. Um, how I found out my taste of uh, my my sense of taste was gone. So I got up one morning, took a shower, brushed my teeth, went into the kitchen. I remember pouring myself a glass of water because that's usually what I drink pour myself a glass of orange juice with the idea that I would obviously drink that later because I had just brushed my teeth yeah. and then You're realized that I had been drinking the orange juice and I didn't even know. I had no idea I was drinking it. So full, literally toothpaste, mouthwash, boom, orange juice. And I'm like, this is great. You know? So yeah, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've heard a couple stories like that from people who actually didn't realize that they had lost their sense of smell and taste kind of, until, yeah. Yeah, until somebody sort of pointed it out or something triggered that they're like, oh, because they kind of remember what stuff tastes like. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. The funny thing is. I was still craving certain things. Like I remember I was like, oh, I really could use some chocolate. And my friend's like, Megan, you can't taste it. And I'm like, yeah, that's an accurate point, but I still want some. Like, yeah. You know, so. yeah, I think wow. we had someone um, in our office that had, mm -hmm. she was saying that she couldn't taste her coffee and it was irritating yep. her so much. Just that it she is. couldn't, it, it, it was like not, not satisfying. How's your hot water? It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. No, yeah. it's true. It was like, I'm eating. And I remember just being like, this is just 
ugh, like, you know, and I, like I said, I, I kept eating flavorful foods. I don't know if I was trying to internally punish myself or like what I was thinking, you know, yeah. I had buffalo chicken one night. I'm like, why are you wow. bothering? Yeah. <laughs> so, that but anyway, like the best uh, diet ever though, right? Like just no sense of You'd think, um, you no, would well, think unless you ate, me those pepper ate anyway. I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if during that time, while you had no taste, if you ate ghost pepper wings, would you still sweat? Like, would you still oh, get? I probably yeah. would have sweat, just not noticed because I can honestly say I walked into my kitchen after I realized I was drinking orange juice with mouthwash. Ooh. <laughs> and um, I went, I know it's just so gross, you know? And I was like, okay, I have a huge tub of cinnamon that like, I can usually smell from my living room in my oh, kitchen. Like it's what oh. I use for cooking and smoothies and everything else. I literally stuck my whole head in it. Nothing. I was like, okay, it's gone. Uh, a big thing, a big salad that I had with feta cheese and some, um, some of those jalapeno sliced, nothing. I was like, all right, well, Yikes. I think it's safe to say I have COVID, you know, yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't wild. my first indicator. Yeah. It wasn't my first indicator, but it was when I started, it was before I got my test back and I basically went to get my test and I told the woman, I said, if I test negative, I'll be back tomorrow. Cause I have this virus. Like I yeah. absolutely do. Like yeah. I had every symptom, mm. but I'm back now doing awesome. And again, my name is Megan noon. Um, I work at the New Hampshire federal credit unions center for finance and education. And I literally have one of the best jobs in the world. Although I think Aaron's job is even cooler, but mine is really awesome too, because I get to help people with their money all day. And I don't mean, I'm not talking about figuring out your retirement funding. I'm not talking about your stocks and your bonds. Don't call me for that. I have no, uh, yeah, I have, no, I have no idea. Okay. What I do is help people with their every day to day. So when people say to me, Megan, you know, I'd love to buy a house at some point, you know, I got this great Keller Williams agent. I'd love to buy a house, but I don't know. I don't even know if I have a credit score or I don't know if it's mm. good enough um, or people that'll come to me. I hear this at least twice a week. Megan, we work so hard and we yeah. never have any money. I don't yeah. know where we spend it all. So my team and I for free, by the way, will work with people one on one for as long as they want us to, as long as they'll keep me around and help them set a budget, um, set financial goals that fit their lifestyle, their, their income. You know, I've had some people say to me, oh, I met with someone last year and they told me I had to save $500 a paycheck. And I said, well, does that work for you? And she was like, no, I make $1,000 a paycheck. I'm like, well, then that's not, that doesn't make any sense. Right. We would never tell you to do that. That makes no sense. So, right. uh, we work with people one-on-one -on -one and we also put on some fabulous uh, webinars that are free. They're financial education webinars. And Erin uh, and her, Erin was uh, kind enough to let me do a bunch of these for uh, some Keller Williams agents a few months back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you go to our website, which is www.nhfcu.org, if you go up top to the Center for Finance and Education tab, uh, you'll get to a calendar and you're going to be able to see all of our free webinars we have going on and you can sign up for anything you'd like. And these are, so this is for anyone like all over the country. You're, it's not just specific to New Hampshire, right? And yeah, great. That's a, thank you for bringing that up. Yes. And then Anybody can participate at all. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, in, So one of the things that we talk a lot about on this show is just like 
how do people get into the things that they're doing and why are you passionate about it? What, what gets you going every day? And so you've been, I know you've been in banking like a long time. Yeah, or, uh, so my you, entire adult life since 1997. Yeah. And <laughs> so, and I know you've said that you, you know, this has been one of the most rewarding positions you've been in, right? That you enjoy this. What is it about it that makes you like excited to come to work, even when you have no sense of taste or smell and, you know, like you're wearing <laughs> to go? So this is how I really kind of got started in this line of work as far as the passion that I have. And yeah. I've always been a banker, um, but about, Ten and a half years ago, uh, my father died, and my dad, um, my parents struggled with money every day. Um, they did not make a lot of money. I actually found out when I was about 34, no, no, I'm sorry, about 30, um, I made more than my father, which was just horrifying to me, um, you know, just horrifying. And um, they put not only just myself, but my two younger brothers through school. And one of the leading, my father died of a, of a massive heart attack. He was at the gym when he died. He went every day. He was in good shape. He ate well, but he had a ton of stress, wow. so much of it financially related. And, you know, and it wasn't until after he died that I really, it's not that I didn't know this, but I didn't realize this. And this is what motivates me every day to come to work, to, even when I can't taste anything to help people, because I have seen what financial stress does to people, to families. And one of my most favorite things is when I have someone that starts working with us one-on-one or we start meeting with, and many times guys, you know, they're, they come in and they're all hunched over and they can't, you know, look you in the eye and they're so embarrassed and they have the most horrible words that they're saying about themselves, things like, stupid and dumb. And I can't, I can't handle that. Erin knows I'm all about positivity all day long. So I'm like, no, we're going to take those negative words. We're going to turn them into one other, one better word for you. It's called hope. That's what I'm here for. We are able to work with people, meet them at their level, give them hope, listen to them, understand their issues. And I've heard it all. I've been a banker for 20 plus years. Mm. Every time someone says, I'm going to shock you, I say, don't even try. It won't work. Like, just <laughs> give it to me. I've heard it you all. should have been here know? last and, Thursday. You know, I've got pictures. Like, yeah, I can, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, some of the stories. Of it. But well, everybody, you know, I, I think it's, well, I, and I think with the, with the, with social media now, so many people like, and we all know this is true. Like nobody's posting their bad days. So if you are if you are struggling financially and you're sitting on your couch and you're thumbing through social media and you you're watching everybody else live their excellence or perceived excellence, that's like mm-hmm. that's just a magnifier for I think a whole generation that are presuming oh, yeah. you know we 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 have something we say at the office here all the time that Aaron and I are always talking about is you know don't compare your insides to other people's outsides right like people can shine so really true. great and then they get you know and they yeah. might get then the then the saying too is I, I'd rather be crying in my Mercedes than smiling in my, in my, you know, my, my Chevy, but like, yeah, then they go into their Mercedes and they cry and they, right. and, they, oh, yeah. and they, they're, they're, they're miserable, but they're, because they're, they're super concerned about even people that are quote unquote successful, you know, cause mm-hmm. there, there's, there's, are you creating revenue or are you profitable? You know, are you bringing Absolutely. home money, but what are you saving and investing? Right. So I think that it's that's a- adding to a whole generation of stress for sure. 
I love what you just said about perceived excellence. And we talk about that all the time. Um, for any of you guys that are into Dave Ramsey uh, or follow Tim at all, uh, he talks a lot about the concept of keeping up with the Joneses, yeah. which is exactly what you just talked about, Tim. Exactly. And, you know, I have had, you know, people press professionally and personally in my office or on the phone with me crying because, you know, they are not taking their kids on fancy vacations or they're not buying them these expensive things, uh, presents and such. And I usually will say, I'm like, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but just so you know, those people that are going to the Bahamas for two weeks, I can almost guarantee you they can't afford it either. They're just <laughs> throwing it on a credit card or something, you know? And uh, so don't feel too bad. You're just being responsibly broke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's so There's funny? There's a t-shirt, that- hashtag responsibly broke. Responsibly broke. Listen, I'm all over Tim, write that down. We're going <laughs> to trademark that tomorrow, the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny when you get in, to this. So, and I think you can talk about this, Megan. So this, you know, I, I'm, I'm picturing that person that's like really ashamed, right? They have all this shame and it's mm. like lack of knowledge is really all it is. Cause I don't remember this class growing up and I'm just pretty sure say my that. parents yep. didn't teach me anything about this. And, nope. and when you start to have these conversations and you start to know more, you can feel more confident because you own the information, you know how to make the choices. And I, I can think of, um, I was very public about the fact that my husband and I went through uh, financial peace and that it mm-hmm. absolutely saved us financially in terms of when I was diagnosed with cancer, we would have kind cancer is the number one, uh, health related cause of bankruptcy in the United States. And, um, we paid over $32,000 out of pocket for my care and I have good insurance. Okay. Um, uh-huh. We would not have been able to shoulder that without creating more debt had we not done all of this work ahead of time. Mm. And it's funny when people know that you're doing that and you're saving, they, they're like, it's like you're in a club of people who know how to manage their money. And we went on vacation after, and I remember one of the agents was like, I bet you paid for that in cash. I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and she was I like, did. I did. It was in a separate vacation fund. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah. high fived me. And she's, you know, she's, um, she herself, I think paid off something like $55,000 worth of debt through. Oh, you this, go girl. Yeah. Love that. Doing this type of work, right? Like working with a coach and going to classes and learning about how money works and how to, how to make your, your income work. Cause so that's, mm-hmm. you know, I think talk about that. Cause I think that's the piece of like, do you hear that a lot? Like, Oh, I just need to make more money. Constantly. I heard it yesterday. Yep. I was like, I, that yeah, <laughs> here's what happens folks. So if you're, if you're thinking to yourself and again, Erin, you, you can attest to this. We hear this all day long, right? Oh, well, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to get a raise next year, or I'm going, I'm finishing my education. Right. I'm going to go and I'm going to make, you know, an extra 10,000 a year. If you don't know how to budget, if you don't know how to prioritize wants versus needs, if you're not organized, unfortunately, I'm here to tell you, it's not going to make the slightest bit of difference how much more money you make. I know that wasn't proper English, but um, the you know, your it, message. It, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Don't tell my mother. She's very into grammar. It, she would not be the COVID fog. That. We'll let it slide this time, Megan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I have had COVID fog. I have, that has happened. I was trying to say actually real estate agent what, yes the other day, and I said insurance adjuster. I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, it's just yeah. same realm ish. Like I don't know. But yeah, you know, you nailed it too, Aaron, when you said these things are not taught in school. And, mm. you know, for all of us that went to college, like myself, you know, we were not sat down at all and given any sort of, hey, you know, do you know how much money you're going to make when you get out? Hey, do you know how much your loan payments are going to be? What did they say to Aaron and I and everybody else? They said, oh, you need more money. Here, just sign, here. sign this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sign this. And then you check out the weather. It's beautiful today. I mean, that's what we got. And you know, as far as, you know, high school and college, um, you know, I can tell you all sorts of random facts about like organic chemistry and, uh, you know, algebra and all these things. I don't know about you guys. No one taught me what credit was. Compounding no one interest. taught me the importance yeah. of balancing a checkbook. Yeah. Uh, no one taught me about budgeting. And, you know, that's what we try to do. We try to give people that education. Knowledge is power. I'm sure, you know, Aaron can agree with me on that. Knowledge is power. We only know what we know and what we don't know, how could we possibly be responsible for? Mm. However, you know, as far as credit goes and, you know, not going into debt, you know, I can't tell you how many people when I talk to them, they're like, you know, my interest rate is this. Is that good? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, my credit score is this. Is that okay? No. But you don't know. So I'm going to talk to you about what it all, how it all works, how it became this. And even better, how we can help get you out of it. Because again, having that information, having that knowledge will help people work with us to set up a plan, you know, for them um, that fits their lifestyle. And, you know, Aaron, like you've, you've mentioned that to me about, you know, how thank goodness you guys paid everything off before you got sick. Or yeah. like you said, you're like, I don't know what we would have done. Like, I have no idea what we would have done. And, um, you know, there's so many people out there that have just, you know, if I had told them, you know, two years ago, this is where you're going to be, where you are in this good place with, you know, not a lot of debt and a decent credit score, home buying, they would have told me I was being mean because that wasn't even close to where they <laughs> yeah, were, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's amazing what a little education and hard work can do. Yeah. Well, do you find do you find that somebody comes in, they throw themselves across your desk and you start mm -hmm. to and they want, they want to go from zero to 60 when, like you said, it's baby steps. So, so if, if someone's hearing this and they're, and they're thinking, okay, I'm going to get started. Like, what is, what is the brass tax first thing they should do as an individual, as a couple, as a familial unit to sit down and start to put together a plan? Like what's the first step for somebody who's mm -hmm. the hottest of messes? to start to rein it in. Oh yeah, and, and, and the hottest of that, those are the people I like the best, the mm. messier, the better. Mm. The first thing, great question, Tim, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, couples as well, because it's really important um, if you're in a relationship where you're sharing bills, mm. um, or even if you're not, but you're married and or you know, you're living together and things, mm. it's really important to do these things together and get on the same page with everything. And what I always advise as a first step for people is start working on a budget. I ask them to go through the last two or three months of their checking account statement or however it is they pay their bills mm. and literally write down, this is my car payment amount. This is Netflix. This is Verizon. Start writing down. This All is the, the amount of money. You, thank you. That's where I was headed. 
ugh, if anyone's looking to cut some costs, we are we are the nation of eating. Let me tell you, like we all just all we do is eat. Um, my, That's hello, the most expensive piece of my pie you know? every week. So if you run the mint it's app, it's awful. Right? You run that mint app and it gives you the report. Oh, yeah. You see, and the pie oh, yeah. comes up with where all your spending uh-huh. is. My, the piece yeah, of pie like, that is called hmm. Starbucks is pretty big. Yes. Yeah. My it, favorite it like part is when now. I, my favorite part is when I go through my finances like that and I mm-hmm. see all this food and I'm like, I wonder why I've been gaining weight. And yeah. I'm like, oh, hello, <laughs> yeah. you know, but um, go through that, figure out how much you're spending at the grocery store. Figure out how much you're spending on coffee, cigarettes, write it down. And what I, if you're in a couple, especially, or even if you're not, what I tell people to do, this is what it is, folks. There's no use crying over spilled milk. You can change it, but you need to know first. Mm. And I've had so many people come to me and say, do you know I spend $110 a month on coffee? And I'm like, okay, so how does that, you know, how do you feel yeah. about that? Oh, this stops now. Like absolutely. And they're, and they're appalled with themselves, right? It's not because they didn't know they're not drinking any more coffee than they were two weeks ago, but they didn't know how much they were spending. So I tell people to get that budget down. And then I tell them to give us a call at the center for finance and education, because we, we can meet with people in person over the phone, via zoom, via email, via carrier pigeon, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And if people aren't comfortable doing the budget on their own or they're just, you know, I don't even know where to begin, that's fine. We'll do that with you as well. We'll start there. But if you're in a partnership, especially, it's really important when you go through and you start looking at this stuff and you do your budget, blaming isn't going to help anybody. Don't get mad at your significant other for this and that. Just write it down. Um, you know, I'm telling you, I see, I hear more fighting and I'm like, listen, you know, yeah, you spend 110 on coffee, but yeah, nice, you know, uh, fantasy football addiction over here. You, per- you know, come on now, everybody, we all of our things, you know, it's cathartic so. for me. Listen, all right. Listen, you know, my, our CEO who does a lot of coaching with us, he has something, he says it all the time and I love it. And he says, Megan, they have to live. Everybody needs a reason to get up in the morning yeah. and for some of us, that's Starbucks. It's okay. If, if you tell me I am totally fine spending $100 a month on coffee, I go, perfect. Next line item. Works for me. It works for you. You well, know, it's 100 bucks a month. They're not going to Starbucks. So mm-hmm. that, that's, that's clear. I mean, I think we're excited to get through Starbucks at $7 for sure. But back, what you were just talking about with couples and you, and you alluded to, well, Aaron talked about it with, with uh, cancer causing bankruptcy for families. But the, yeah. the amount of couples, like the number one thing that most people are fighting about on the couch with their therapist is typically financially related, right? Yes. And not that if the money comes into the relationship, everything's cured. Like I, I think Richard Pryor said, you know, uh, you know co- cocaine doesn't make you a bad person. It just exacerbates if you're a bad person, right? So more money is just gonna, more money's just gonna turn up the dial on if you're a jerk or not, right? So money won't fix the relationship. Although when couples are fighting about money, I know we see a lot of marriages end. And right now, I oh, think yeah. I think you've got the, you know, the perfect storm of they were home together for 18 months. One of them got furloughed, then lost their job. Then you decided mm-hmm. you didn't like my face. Then you realized mm-hmm. I was eating too much or drinking too much. Like all those things rolling together. So so how much how often do you see if they get in there in the right time frame that that some relationships can get repaired if they're willing to get on the same page to your point? 
You can't have one member of the couple show up and say, I'll fix it. Because yeah, the other person so can true. talk. And then, then the blame game gets worse, probably. I have had, Tim, I've had people in my office. And when they came and sat down, at first, I always referred to them as a couple of bowling pins. They move their chairs so they're not near each other. They're, even their heads are leaning in opposite directions. My goal, even after the first meeting, is to get everyone to come together, even just a little bit. And, you know, what sometimes is really useful is having an impartial third party to come in and work with a couple because everyone has their own way of doing things. And many times they're not wrong. They might just need a little tweaking. And, you know, this is just an example of a tip we talk about. You know, I, I had this couple in my office. They were all mad about what the other one was spending some money on. And they had they agreed on most points. It was just that spending money that they were couldn't agree on. So I said to them, I said, guys, I said, can I can I can I give out a couple thoughts for you? I said, why don't you try this? What if you decided that you were going to each have a certain amount of money, each paycheck check that you got? That's called no questions asked money. Oh, you spend it on, on whatever you want. Money. She's going <laughs> to love this. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get a call from Tim tomorrow. He's like, so I think I'm getting divorced. <laughs> but, you know, this this works wonderfully for folks because what, you know, if Erin and her husband decide they each get, you know, X amount of paycheck, mm. then, you know, if Erin spends all her money on the first day or if she decides to spend none of it and save it till next month or whatever, yeah. Again, but the, the goal is no questions asked. So don't, you don't, well, I can't believe you. And did you, nope, no questions asked. It's your money. You each have your own. Uh, you know, other tips I give for people like that, I'll say, you know, why don't we decide, why don't you guys talk about opening a separate checking account just for your own and just put enough money in there to cover your bills. And then the rest of the money goes into account with your debit cards and go to town with it if you have to, you know, I mean, I, you know, that's, sometimes the simplest way usually by the time they leave our first session they're at least feeling heard and they're feeling like hopefully they're on the same page or they can get on the same page and i have had people tell us my co-workers and i you know they'll be like you know we haven't fought in three months and we fought over money sure. all the time, all the time. Yeah. yep all the time and you know when and, and and you know when you guys probably hear this you know when people say the word budget, it's got such a negative like ugh, to it. People Amen. are like, oh, that's restrictive. Like, I feel like I'm a teenager getting allowance. I don't like it. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, humor me. Create one. We'll work together to make it interesting and, and, and something that'll work for you. And then a month later, I get a call and they're like, this is the most freeing thing I've ever yes. done. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Well, you know, what's interesting too, is I think the communication styles and like, you know, Tim and I, in our coaching talk about people's personalities a lot. And so when it comes to everything, I need to talk a lot about it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I need very frequent, um, family finance meetings. My husband could just sit in the corner and like pay all the bills and never talk about it with anyone. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so that was something when we first started doing this financial coaching, this financial wellness coaching, realizing how we each need to communicate. And it was huge. Mm-hmm. Like I need to talk a lot about it. I need to see the sheets. I need to look at the budget. I need to like, I need all that sort of like, and 
and it's not that he's wrong or I'm wrong, but meeting each other and me understanding he doesn't need to talk about it as much, um, Mm -hmm. you know, but that he also needs to kind of meet me where I'm at. And I think before that he would just be like, what are we doing? Let's just pay the bill already. Why are we talking about it for five hours? You know? <laughs> and you're going, oh my gosh, he doesn't even care. He won't right. say a word. And, you're not and you both me. care. It's just, it's just, and you know, Aaron, that's huge, you know, and in any kind of coaching, anything like that, you know, again, that's like I said, sometimes having an impartial, impartial third party like you folks or ourselves is huge because we can hear everybody and just kind of really get out. Okay. How do you like to do this? All right. right. What are your concerns? You know, right. in a nice neutral environment. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, we're, we're going to, if we, if we're left with two actionable items. So if I'm, if I want to uh, attack the resources that you guys have, and again, that's at nhfcu.org. Are there, there are resources that I could dig into right now in a moment's notice and start to, um, utilize to better myself. And then the other option would be how, how would we, or are we able to get a hold of you if somebody wanted to book time with your face to get your help? Absolutely. Yep. So, um, I have two, I have myself and I have two amazing coworkers that work right along where with me. Um, we also have my manager, CEO, and the entire lending team that we work with. So if you want to get a hold of me, hear more about financial education, what we do, schedule an appointment or just, just to talk, anything like that. Uh, you can give me a phone call. My, uh, my direct line over at the center is area code 603-224-7731, extension 330. Or if you're an email person, which like myself, it's easier, you can email us and we can be reached at center F-E, so that is C-E-N-T-E-R-F-E at nhfcu.org. And you can go to our website, www.nhfcu.org, go up to the Center for Finance and Education tab, and you're going to see all of the webinars that you can sign up for, as well as our video channel, which has like two dozen already pre-recorded webinars on all sorts of fun topics. So that's that's the best way to, uh, to get started. And certainly, please reach out to me. We're always here. Awesome. Megan, thank you so much for everything. Uh, we'll put all you of your Thanks information so in the liner notes. Uh, and we appreciate you joining us. If uh, you're enjoying the show and the content here at Unscripted, please share with your friends. Uh, we'd love that. Thank you, Megan. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Uh, and, and I'm glad Thank that you, you so now much, uh, you, you now taste better and smell better. That's good. Oh, so much better. <laughs> I can even smell my perfume again. It's wonderful. Thank you, you so much, Tim and Aaron. Have, goodbye, everyone. Great. See you guys. Appreciate it. Bye. <laughs>